This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity and storytelling. So open up the notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hey there and welcome to episode 21 of Too Busy to Podcast. Today we are going to continue the conversation around guesting, specifically how you can be the perfect podcast guest. So last week we spoke about how to pitch yourself to be a guest on other podcasts, especially if you're not quite ready to start your own. And so today I thought it'd be good to follow on with how you can be the perfect podcast guest. But before we get into this week's episode, I want to take a moment to do a listener shout out. You guys have been fantastic. A few of you have emailed me, sent me DMs, even left comments on some of my posts saying how much you enjoy the podcast. But it means even more to me when you guys take the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So I had to take a moment to shout out Katrina Stroll. Katrina left a lovely review earlier this week and it deserves a mention because I love that she took the time out of her busy day to leave this review. She wrote, a must have. I thought I was killing it with podcasting until I gave this show a listen. Rosemary has made this strange world of podcasting so easy to navigate and even easier to explore. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Katrina. Thank you so much. You are why I do this show. Out of everything in my business, the podcast is something that I love to do so much. I might not have the energy sometimes to create posts for social media, but my podcast gives me life. And reading these reviews from you guys gives me even more life. So thank you. Thank you so much, Katrina. And if you are enjoying the show, please do leave a review and you'll get a mention in the listener shout out as well. So let's get into today's episode. Now, as I mentioned, we talked about pitching yourself to be a guest on other podcasts last week, but this week it's all about how you can be the perfect podcast guest. There are some people who think, well, I've given you my time, that should be enough. But this is a mutual transaction. Well, transaction makes it sound really serious. But hosts have guests on a show for many different reasons, exposure being one of them. So be supportive. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let us start with why you should be a guest on other podcasts. So this might be because you already have a podcast or you don't. 
everyone should guest on other podcasts and there's so many different benefits. The benefits are similar to if you do have your own podcast. So if you're thinking, oh, well, why should I guess? I should just start my own. No, that's not necessarily the case. I actually joke that by guesting on podcasts, you reap the same benefits, you reap the same rewards, but without the hard work because having your own podcast is definitely a lot of work. So what are some of those benefits? Why should you? So as I mentioned before, exposure. So you will be exposed to new audiences. Whether it's a smaller podcast or a big podcast, it's an audience that you wouldn't necessarily have access to. And that's a good thing. It's a promotional opportunity. Podcasting is all about being able to share your message, to share your story, to share what it is that you're an expert in. So a lot of hosts will get you on the show to talk about what it is that you are an expert in. And that's the time, the moment for you to shine. At the end of the episode, you will also normally have an opportunity to, you know, share, pitch, whatever offers or services you have at that time. So that's a great moment to kind of talk about a masterclass that you've got coming up or a mastermind or a free Facebook group that you're hosting. The opportunities are endless. It also positions you as an expert in your niche. As I mentioned a few short minutes ago, it gives you the opportunity to speak about the topic that you are most passionate about. Great networking opportunities. If you listen to Becky Morrison's Spotlight episode, she taught me some things. Her suggestions of how you can use podcast guesting to grow your network, like to really grow it beyond the questions that you should ask of the host after the interview, rather than just relying on the host's network, you can push it beyond that and grow your network even more. So make sure to check out that episode. So those are just a few reasons why you should guest on other podcasts. So let's get into how you can be the perfect podcast guest. I'm going to break these down into before, during, after, because if you're a loyal listener of the show, you know that I like to break things down, make things simple, easy to follow. So that's how we're going to do it today. So some of these might have some crossover with the pitching episode, but still they are relevant. Before the interview, if you haven't already, you want to listen to a couple episodes beforehand so you can get a feel for the show. What is the structure? Are there any segments that happen in each episode? So some podcast hosts will create something to make their show different. So for example, one of my clients, she does a card pull, which I think is absolutely spectacular. She does a card pull at the end of the show. It's the last segment of the show and she asks her guests two questions. They won't have known what the questions were beforehand because obviously pulling of the card is live during the interview but I think that's just a different way of standing out from others and making the show that little bit more special. So you want to kind of see if the shows that you're going to be on if they do something similar because it's very very important to be prepared. So anyone that listens to my client's show will know oh okay she does this so that when they go on even though she doesn't share the questions in advance, it shouldn't be a total shock because they've already listened and they know that's what she does. I recommend that you also know who the audience is. If you've pitched to be on the show, you really should know this because you want to make sure that their audience is someone that can 
not benefit you, that doesn't sound very nice, but you know, their audience is kind of your ideal client, because as I've talked about before, this is a mutual transaction. Read the reviews on Apple Podcasts, look at the podcast description. The description should usually tell you what the show is about, who it's for. Listen to the trailer if they have one. Another thing is to note any instructions that they share with you before the interview. So for me, there are a set of instructions. There is an email that goes out to my guests. And I must say all my guests have been spectacular at following my instructions. And some of those instructions would be about how they can prepare for the interview. So for example, phone on airplane mode, on your laptop, close notifications on your browser, because I don't know about you, but emails pinging or Facebook notifications coming through, I find extremely distracting. It might also be, well, it definitely is, you must have headphones. If they don't have headphones, I will reschedule the interview because from an editing point of view, it's a nightmare. And there's nothing worse than knowing that you've had a great interview, but then it's not editable. You can't do anything with it. Because what happens is that if someone's not wearing headphones, one voice bleeds into the other, they're not going to be on the same level and it just sounds not great. So for me, headphones is a must. Ideally, I would love if they have a mic, but of course, not everyone podcasts on a regular basis, so I wouldn't expect them to go out and buy a mic just for my interview. And just other little things like the room environment. So preferably, we want to record somewhere that's carpeted, a smaller sort of room with lots of soft furnishings, all that kind of stuff I tend to include in the email. So once they've booked, they will get an email with my tips and tricks for a great podcast interview. Now let's go on to during. So during the interview, make sure that you address the host by name. To me, it just feels a bit more intimate rather than just kind of talking. I think it builds a bit of a relationship as well. So that's something to think about. Mention past episodes. So if you've done your before homework and you've listened to a couple episodes and some things stood out for you, then this shouldn't be difficult. Make some notes during that research and mention past episodes if relevant. It just shows that you've listened to the show, you've done your homework, and that is what hosts love, absolutely love. I recently had a guest on the show, Paige Killian. She is number six of the Spotlights podcaster series to check out her episode. And she is the epitome of a perfect guest. From the time I reached out to her to be a guest on the show until yesterday. So that's a gap of maybe six weeks. So over those six weeks, she has just been fantastic. I reached out to her, she booked, it was clear to me that she'd listened to the episode. She'd even shared the episode with someone that she knew was starting a podcast. And then the interview took place, she was prompt, she made sure that she was set up properly, headphones, mic, her husband and the kids went out to the pool while she recorded up to yesterday when her episode released. And wow, not only did she share the post with the graphic that I sent her, but she also did a story. Like she took time out of her day to do 
stories talking about, oh, you know, I spoke to Rosemary and too busy to podcast um, and she tagged me in it so that I could reshare. So I was totally that all my guests are fantastic, but I feel like Paige just went that extra mile. And as a podcast host, I really, really appreciate it because it's all about sharing audiences. And if my guest's audience doesn't know about the show, then we've had a great conversation, which is fantastic. And my listeners will learn from that conversation and learn from that guest. But it's just an extra cherry on top if the guest shares as well. So, you know, make sure, I think I've gone off on a tangent there, but make sure that you, you know, apply any sort of information from previous episodes in your interview. And, you know, it also helps promote for the host. So it's not just the host mentioning those past episodes. So if you mention it and tie it in with what you're doing or your own story, you're also driving listeners to those past episodes and it's done without the host kind of blowing his or her own trumpet, if that makes sense. Avoid name dropping. But when I say name dropping, I don't mean of a person. I mean of your own resources. So you will always have an opportunity at the end to talk about your freebie or your mastermind or your group or whatever it might be. I've listened to episodes before where it's clear that the person has something coming up and it's just dropped every other five minutes. And it's just really, really distracting and it takes away from what they are saying. I promise you, you will always have the opportunity to pitch or share whatever word it is that you want to use at the end when the host invites you to, because I do that with all my guests, because it's important for me that they get to share what's going on in their world as well. But try not to kind of keep dropping it from the very beginning. Give that value and your time to shine will come. Next up, keep your responses concise. I've listened to podcasts before where, you know, they're clearly having a great conversation, built a good repertoire, but you want to try not to go off on a tangent because if you do, you will lose listeners. People have, I don't know if they're like me, I have a very short attention span. So if I feel like I'm listening to something and they're not quite getting to the answer, they're kind of going round the mountain rather than through (laughs) the mountain or over the mountain, you know, the quickest way, then I will either fast forward or that I'll stop listening. So just make sure that your answers are concise. Now, I'm not saying to you, oh, answer short and sweet, two minutes, boom, done. You know, podcasting is all about storytelling. So if you have a story to share, that's absolutely fine. But just keep it concise. Don't just, you know, add other stuff that won't be of value to your listeners. And also it shows that you're respectful of the host time. I've had some great interviews that have gone on way longer than I anticipated. And that's fine because, you know, we've had an amazing conversation. And that wasn't necessarily because the person went off on a tangent. I was generally intrigued because something that they said then caused me to want to ask a follow-up question, which is fab because then you're having more of a conversation. And that's what podcasting is all about. It is about having a conversation and not interview have a glass of water available. So for example, as I'm recording this, I have my cup of tea. It's important for you to keep your throat moist. I think that's the right word. 
we do have an amazing episode coming up with a voice coach who is going to teach you guys all about perfecting your podcast voice. So I am not the expert on this at all. But one thing she did reinforce to me in that episode is to have a glass of water next to you while you're recording, especially if you're batching your episodes, your throat can get dry really, really quickly. So have a glass of water available. No eating though, because you know, that's just super, super distracting. That's a total no-no in my book. And of course, be punctual. Some podcasts I've been on have said show up 10 minutes before. That might be due to the format. So I know my last podcast I was on, I think it was last week or the week before, it was live, streaming live to YouTube and Facebook. So it made sense that I would join him 10 minutes before to make sure that the tech was all working and just have a little bit of a conversation beforehand. Again, this would normally be in the instructions. So look out for this information in the instructions that the host sends you and follow it to the letter. I think the biggest thing is don't make it all about you. How can you relate to the host? So I think I mentioned this in the pitching episode. As part of your research, what are they into? Is there any sort of common ground that would really help you to relate to them and vice versa. So be conscious of the fact that, yes, you're a guest on the show, but always think you are bringing value to that person's listeners, and you want to thank them for their time, and you kind of want to acknowledge that. So don't make it all about you. And then after the episode, I have two quick things. There's probably more, but these are the two that really, well, one's really important, and that's promote. I see all the time podcast hosts, asking in Facebook groups, how do I get my guests to promote? And, you know, people do have differing views. A lot of people will say, get over yourself. They gave you your time. And I get that. But at the same time, as I've spoken about before, a lot of people have guests for the conversation but also for that exposure, as we talked about, to other audiences. So by having a guest on, have an amazing conversation, and they don't promote the show, some hosts might feel like it's a bit of a dud. I've had some amazing guests, especially the Spotlight guests. They have been exceptionally amazing. Whether they share the graphic that I send them or if they reshare the graphics that I post myself or the stories that I post, they have been fantastic. And I feel blessed to have guests who want to shout out about the show because I've seen my numbers and they have grown since this Spotlight series started. They have. So there is something in terms of guest sharing. So please don't just think, okay, I've done the research. I've done the interview. That's it. A good host. And again, if you listen to Becky Morrison's spotlight interview, she's who I call a pro podcast guest to date. And we talked about this in the episode. She's been on about 50 podcasts as a guest and she's seen the good. She's seen the bad. She's seen the ugly. And she talks about in that episode, from a guest point of view, what makes her want to promote. And for her and for me, it's all about ease. So if the host has taken the time to provide you with everything you need to promote that episode, please just take a couple minutes to schedule it 
or take a couple of minutes to upload it to whatever social media platform you're on. There are some guests who like, for example, for me, I will send a graphic. I will also send the links to their episode. I just make it super easy. They might also send you audiograms. They might send you, if it's a YouTube video, they might send you the video for you to put on your website, in your membership, wherever it might be. But if they're taking that time, please do support them, support the podcast and promote the episode. Right. I think I've driven my point home (laughs) on the promotion now. So the final point is about recommending other guests. And this, again, the amazing Becky Morrison mentioned, and I had to include it in this episode because I hadn't thought of it before, actually. And it's a very, very good point. So after your interview, you might want to suggest to the host other guests that you think would be a good fit for their show. I guarantee you the host will be very grateful because finding guests, guest management is extremely time consuming. So I guarantee you that they would be grateful for any recommendations. Just be really sure that they'll be the right fit and take that extra step in maybe sending an intro email to them both so that one doesn't have to seek out the other. And that's it. That is how, in my opinion, you can be the perfect podcast guest. I hope that's helpful. So we've got the before, the during, the after. The two things that stand out most to me are you making sure that you read the instructions, if there's any that has been sent before the interview and follow them to the letter. One thing I omitted actually is making sure that you know how to join the interview. So for example, I use riverside.fm with my guests and I send them the link a week before their interview. But then I also include any instructions, right? Because I know that some of us are technically challenged. I mean, I'm all about easy. So all my guests have to do is click a link and that's it. That is literally it. I'm not going to give them anything that requires downloading this and inputting this. No, I use tools and systems in my business that make it super duper easy. So yes, you want to make sure that you follow those instructions. It's the first step to having a great interview. So seek out that email. If they haven't sent you one, that's fine. But seek out that email and make sure you know what it is that's expected of you in advance. And then promotion. I won't add too much more here because I think I got into it a little bit, but the key bit is please promote the episodes that you are on. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Next week, next week, we are going to be talking about recording software. So whether you are a solo podcaster or if you have guests on, there's different software out there not Zoom. I don't recommend using Zoom, but you know, let's not jump ahead to next week. We will cover all of that next week. So until then, stay safe, take care, speak soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.